my excellent friends, and welcome or welcome back to the San Dimas School of Film. Join us on our most excellent adventure through time as we discuss all genres of film. I'm your self-proclaimed host, <laughs> Tim. And with me as always in the booth, we have Julian. How are you, mate? Good. Doing well. Excellent. Brad? Ace. Excellent. Al? Hello. Hey, we're all here. No, no Bon Jovi today. Oh, sorry. Can we do that again? No. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Just get back in the booth. <laughs> so today's a special episode because it is a listener choice episode. Um... And today it is our good friend and maybe only listener, Ed, who is in charge of the booth. Um, Definite number one listener. He number is, one fan. Yeah. And yep, he is yep. taking us back all the way to goddamn 1986 <laughs> again. Again. Um, to watch the American team comedy film Ferris Bueller's Day Off. So, what do you think, gentlemen? We're history. Brace yourselves, amigos. Gentlemen, we're history. <laughs> Even though we clearly know what happened in 1986, mm-hmm. um, I think we might as well start off with history with Brad. Oh, you guys are getting so good at that. Ooh. All right, so as uh, all our huge listening base will know, <laughs> that's you, Ed. Um, that 1986 has been touched, <laughs> touched many times by us. And uh, I'd like to say that uh, I have a list of popular films in front of me from 1986 because I thought I've literally pretty much done a uh, well, my own history of 1986 again and again because it's the same thing that I read again and again because the same printout of Wikipedia each <laughs> pretty time, much yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> yeah, yeah just contacting the same page so this year this week what I did instead of going on to any history what uh, more in context of what we do I printed out IMDB's uh, top 50 films of to uh, sorry 1986 mm. so I'll read out the top 10 and then I'll go through some uh, some notable mentions of films that I thought were were pretty cool in 1986 for sure um, so this is according to IMDb. So number one, Top Gun. No. Number two, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. <laughs> uh, three, Aliens. Oh. Four, oh. Blue Velvet. Five, Wraith. I don't know if anyone's seen that. Oh, I don't Charlie know that Sheen. One. Charlie Sheen. He's a ghost. Comes back. Drag races. Guys, awesome. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's oh really my cool. god, that sounds <laughs> like everything I've ever. Anyway. Yep. Uh, six, Stand by Me. Seven, Platoon. Great Eight, though. Highlander. <laughs> Nine, <laughs> Labyrinth. Uh, 10 is Big Trouble in Little China. Oh, that is so, fantastic. Top 10 Films 86 is, uh, is, has got some decent credibility. But some uh, mentionable others in the, uh, in the other 40. Uh, Manhunter, so the nice. original uh, Hannibal Lecter film. Mm-hmm. Pretty in Pink. The Fly. Uh, Howard the Duck. Little Shop of Horrors. <laughs> Crocodile Dundee, Colour of Money, Three Amigos. Because the people that don't can't see this, but the amount of paper you're going through. <laughs> yeah, I, have, right now. I have literally killed a forest for this. <laughs> He's written one massive movie title. You're literally each page. You're literally covering Al in paper. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Well, well so, there, so Three Amigos was in at 23, uh, 24, Short Circuit, 25, oh, Cobra. Oh. Cobra, has anyone seen Cobra? Oh, that yeah. is terrible. That is so good. What are you talking about? Oh, um, no. Uh, coming in at 31, Castle in the Sky. Mm. Uh, 34, wow. Maximum Overdrive. 36, Crossroads. Mm. Anyone seen that? I've, uh, is that I the Britney Spears, Spears film? Not the Britney Spears film. <laughs> this is one of these moments where... I mean, where, if I'd seen it. I mean, yeah. I haven't seen it. <laughs> this is one of these moments where it's like, you know, one side of the room is like the old side of the we're room. We're just blank faces nah, over here. Just over like, here in Youngtown. We're like, <laughs> nah, I don't know what you guys are talking Crossroads about. Crossroads is in my list of films to pick. So, Ralph Macchio. Ooh. Coming in at number 40, Youngblood. Way oh, to go, Youngblood. Oh, Hang on. Yeah. You know, if you do Crossroads, you have to do the future remake, which is, <laughs> which is the Britney, the Britney Spears, Spears one. Just remember that when you make your choice. Maybe I'll deal with the podcast and watch that one. Yeah. No, <laughs> I'm more than happy to pull myself through that. Just... <laughs> no. Your pain. Uh, coming in at 43, Cruddy Kid Part 2, 47, yeah. Ruthless People. And the rest is kind of not really interesting. Yeah, I've, nice. got, I've got another one on my list that's also... No, 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 well, there's a lot. I think there's a film that we've done that isn't on that list, isn't it? Really? Didn't, hang uh... on, what was... Uh... Oh. Highlander was the other oh. Highlander was in there Highlander was there Yeah And Top Gun They're the two 86 we've done And we've done three what? from 86 Isn't our fourth Wasn't, no, um, Princess Bride was 87 What was yeah. the one where the guy gets shrunk down Into the body oh, it's, oh, it's Like a space, space. In, 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 in space Is that 86 In a space Wasn't in a space 86 It might have been I think Ooh. it is 
Uh-huh. If someone could write in and let us know, oh, that'd be great. Or if we could just go back on our own podcast and check yeah. the dates at the start, that'd be uh, really good too. I would have said 89. Ed, if you could uh, clarify that for us, that'd be great. So today yeah. is... So that's a modified version of history. Bro. Yeah, Sorry. thank you. Thank you, Brad. Sorry. Yeah, um, it was good. I liked it. And so, I'm done. Something yeah. different. It's nice. Mm, it's different. Today is a bit of a historic episode, but I guess when you're 20 episodes in, that's not really... <laughs> it's time to get historic. It is. It's time to get historic. So first off, we need to thank Ed for his choice. Um, so he has chosen Ferris Bueller's Day Off, as we said earlier. Um and I think probably the first way to start this off would be 87 was in a space. Ooh, um, I think that probably, the, I know Ed's written his little thoughts on the, I say little thoughts, they're big thoughts to him, uh, <laughs> on the film. Uh, Al, or Brad, who's got it over there? I'll read it up. Brad's got it. Ooh, hang on. Ah. Okay, Ed uh, wrote on our, on our Facebook page, uh, I'm kind of regretting suggesting it now. It's one of my favourite films of all time. There's a wonderful innocence to it that most coming-of-age films fail to achieve. It's also such a wonderfully far-fetched tale of what you can do in just a day. And yet, how many days have we all had where we've crammed on a vast array of activities? Uh, just a great adventure with hilarious plot lines running throughout. Well said, Ed. Mm. Yeah, well done. Mm-hmm. So, how many, well, really quickly, how many times, because Ed's obviously a bit stressed that we're going to you know, nitpick his film, but how many times have you guys... <laughs> Chosen a film and like you're like, oh my God, I really regret choosing that because now it's going to get torn apart. Oh, maybe only once Every or twice. Every time? No. <laughs> no, no, no. Never. No. <laughs> hey, Highlander sucked, all right? <laughs> I think it's only... Be, I know you've had a couple of dicey ones. I, I'd imagine... That's no, cool. Yeah, no, I, I would, who cares, right? Yeah. As long, no, as, it's, as, long as you just, stay true to yourself. Just trying to put his mind on that's all. Everyone is entitled to their opinions. And when it comes to Highlander, I completely agree that it is a terrible oh, film. Oh, yeah. It's just it's absolutely what makes atrocious. It so good. But that's why I love it. Exactly <laughs> right. I'm, I'm going to watch it's it so again and, and love it. I'm going to yeah, watch it again and maybe. I'm going to intentionally love it. <laughs> so, um, I was not really going to be looking forward to watching this again. Mm. It's been a while since I've seen it, and so this was your second viewing. Oh no, I've seen it. Oh, okay, a heap of times. Yeah. Um, no, actually, I actually enjoyed it when I watched it this time. I I um, I don't like a lot of it, mm. but I think that's me just not liking either characters or something. It's got nothing to do with it being a good film or not. In terms you, of you said you had, I think in our last episode, you mentioned that you're not a big fan of Matthew Broderick. Is that his name? <sighs> Bloody hate Matthew Broderick. Yeah, so, so that kind of sums it up. What, what brought that on? Yeah, why do you hate Matthew Broderick? Why do I hate him? Or what yeah, brought was it on? a particular role or was it, was it Godzilla? I don't think I like anything he's in. <laughs> name me one of his films. I don't think I've liked, I didn't like him in Godzilla uh, at all. Um, so automatically you've just said that you don't like Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Uh, no, no. No, All right, and I'll, 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 expl- I'll talk about that later. <laughs> no, you said you don't like anything he's in. Ooh. I don't like his character. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, what I like mean is, I don't like his in. character in the films that he's in. Mm. Fair point. And I'm trying to think what else is what Inspector Gadget or uh, <laughs> and, <laughs> and Inspector Gadget too. <laughs> um, oh god, back in the habit. What else has he been in apart from this? God, he was Godzilla. in yeah Godzilla, yeah. Godzilla, Godzilla, Godzilla. I don't know. I don't know. No, no, no. Written it down. I wrote a couple down. I didn't like him in Lion King. He's in the Lion King. Yeah, he was oh, all the Simba. Yeah. Simba. I didn't like him in Cable Guy. I found oh, really? Him increasingly frustrating. In he Cable was a Guy. straight man though. A he tough was. Role. Tough yeah, role. he was the he was the contrast role. Yeah, yeah particularly against the insanity that's Jim Carrey. In yeah, but film. choose someone else. Yeah. Don't choose Matthew Broderick. Who would you choose? Not Matthew. You're the Broderick. casting director, Tim, of Cable Ooh. Guy. Am I? Who are okay. you going to choose? Ooh. I'd choose... Okay, I'd choose Jim Carrey <laughs> to play the straight guy you and... Jim Carrey, dual role. Yep. Interesting. Wow. Interesting. Mm. It's a Michael Fassbender. I probably will. Alien it- Covenant scenario. <sighs> <laughs> it's, it's interesting because uh. like... Oh, I just dated our podcast. Sorry, <laughs> Sorry everybody. With um, look, with Matthew... Is it Broderick or... Yeah, it's Broderick, isn't it? With a B. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So with Matt, with that guy, he... um, I swear within the first... I made a note of it. Within the first 10 minutes of watching this, I'm like... This guy wants to be Polly Shaw. I swear he acts like Polly Shaw. Yeah, I'm watching uh, Ferris Bueller's didn't Day Off. You to say no, that. no, nobody but wants like, to be Polly Shaw. I'm watching it. <laughs> not even Polly Shaw. Wants to be. But, no, no, but I'm not even kidding. Like the characteristics that he has in this film, I'm just like I've seen this guy somewhere, and it's, and it's you're right because it was annoying me. Like his character was annoying me in this movie, and I'm like he's acting like a real douche, like a real. Well, idiot. I think I think the product of getting older means that the more you hate these type of kids. 
Yeah. But at the time, as a young as a younger person, you're like, yeah, yeah how cool is this guy? Oh my god, with, his, with his jacket. I and can his, oh. I can heartbreakingly agree with that statement. Yeah. Like, oh. But now it's just like, oh, just oh, go dude. to school, you little shit. Yeah. <laughs> Stop, just behave, man. Like the principal's just trying to do a good job here, you know? Like, I like oh guy. I like so a typical thing. So this is a John Hughes film, right? Mm, it's like that's what I was going to get onto. God this, amongst this guy is a god of films, especially yeah, especially of these coming into, coming of age. So what of else films. has he done? Yeah, he read a lot. Oh, Breakfast Club Pretty in Pink um, came out the same year 16 Candles uh, Weird Science oh, uh, Few of the National Lampoons yeah. He was involved in Vacation um, Some Kind Not of it. Wonderful Planes, Trains, Automobiles Oh yeah, that's right uh, oh, yeah. That's fantastic Uncle Buck mm. oh, like One of my Buck. favorites National Lampoons Christmas it's Vacation It's a pretty impressive oh, resume so Home bad. Alone Home Alone The really? video game Yeah um, The video game Oh my god <laughs> Just going to list Home Alone 2 uh, it was oh, mate, so Beethoven, Dennis and Menace. Wow. Oh, do, do you want me to keep going? Mm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm curious. I'm happy for you to so he's, he's a he's a generations <laughs> filmmaker, right? Yeah, like yeah. He, you know, he like my my pick of of the John Hughes catalogue is Breakfast Club. Yeah, mm, there's sure. something about that that's you know. I suppose like, it's super he's, dig. He's one of those uh, directors that will just anybody can relate to him. If you watch the movies on your kid. In some way, he's affected your life growing yeah. up, I guess. Yeah, and we've all talked about Home Alone previously. Well, like, yeah, the younger of us have. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's there's a typical theme of like all the kids are the good guys and all the adults are the bad guys, right? Even if it's blurred a little bit, but generally, it's old people bad, young people cool. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Ed Rooney's a prime example. Like he's the principal just trying to do his job. Yeah, <laughs> like and. Yeah, it's like because at the start of the movie he calls up the mother and he's like, you know, are you are you aware that you know like your son's been absent for nine days? Yeah, and she's yeah. like, what? Like he's just looking out for Ferris's well being. Like yeah. he wants Why? him to have a future. You Why know? didn't Ferris change that earlier <clears throat> instead of as Rooney sitting there? Surely you surely do wow. that the night before or something, wouldn't you? This is one of these moments though where it's nineteen eighty six and it's it's not current. So to actually have access to some form of internety sort of thing wasn't just. Jumping on your phone. Well, and he did just say that, like, <laughs> I asked for a car and they got me a computer, so I'm going to assume that the computer's fairly new. So he got it that morning? <laughs> maybe in a couple of days leading up, maybe. But, I, like, I started nitpicking this film really badly. I was just like... It's what, we, like, it's what we do, so That's what we do. That's yeah. what we do. Like, I was just tearing it apart, going, that doesn't make sense, and that doesn't isn't quite right, and... You know, like the part where the mother comes into the room and it's clearly a mannequin's arm, like on the bed. I'm like, how does she not see it? And I kept having to tell myself, this is totally an insane fantasy land here, and I just yeah. need to step back here. So, but I find it works. Like, yeah, I, I was, absolutely. I too was concerned about watching this. I'm like, man, I've seen this a lot, and I enjoy it, and I used to enjoy it, and I have enjoyed it, uh-huh. and I, it's been a while since I've seen it, so am I going to still enjoy it? Hmm. And I started off a bit rough, like a bit like, oh yeah, you know, like I'm watching this for the show and blah, blah. But by the end I was like, yeah, man, I'm aboard. Like, you know, this is, it's got that fantasy aspect. Yeah. It's like every kid's dream of wanting to, man, they screw the parents. We're going to go crazy and blah, blah, blah. I remember interestingly when I started watching it when I was younger, closer to Ferris Bueller's age, I remember being like, what a shit day. Like, <laughs> why would you go to the museum? And, yeah. And to some shit fancy lunch. And then they, yeah, wa- they, like, yeah. and they watch be- like a little bit of a baseball game. I'm yeah. like, did they watch the whole game? Like, nah, it would sure have been an hour tops. So yeah, that's I'd be going down to time zone and that'd be the day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and you would have been found very quickly. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whereas no one would have been looking at a baseball game or at a museum or at a fancy oh, lunch. I see what you're saying. Although, yeah, how many yeah. how many people do you reckon have lost their jobs uh, because they got put on the jumbo cam or they got put on TV and the boss has been watching the game? You <laughs> well, know, but like, see, this lot, bothers me. I <laughs> I <reckon a> lot. <laughs> so, this you hockey boys might know better. Hey, Hoser, let's go play some hockey. <laughs> Sorry. So, you know, because they obviously play heaps more. Like, what we're used to here... Mm. Friday, Saturday. Is Friday, is Friday, Saturday, Sunday, maybe a Thursday night game. Mm. Mm. Like, does baseball play in the middle of the week? They yep, like, play. Can I? They sometimes play twice a day. Yeah, they play like a hundred and thirty yeah. games a year or something. Yeah. So it's insanity. I, so I could wag school and oh yeah, go to a baseball. <laughs> oh yeah, okay. probably. Cool. Yeah. Okay. I think yeah. it's more the, with baseball though. That's sort of like they start in the afternoon. 
So a lot of people finish work and then go for second half of the game, yeah, or yeah. it'll be a double header and yeah, double header is a game in the morning, game in game yeah. They'll night, miss the after, they'll miss the first one and then yeah, catch I mean, on the second. We do we do the cricket one day as there was a lot of there was the a lot of people there. There was a lot of people. It's a lot of unemployed people. A lot of, lot of wagging Chicago. kids. <laughs> Chicago. Well, you'd say back in the 80s, it was probably more of a nine to five working climate. Maybe. As opposed to the Maybe. more flexi time <laughs> things we have today. Your, your o- open plan <laughs> offices and things like that. Hot yeah. desks. Hot desks. Standing what's, desks. What's a there hot were, desk? There were probably people at their hot desk at the baseball game. <laughs> did anyone? I'll, I'll get uh, back to you, Barry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, did uh, did anyone um, as soon as they uh, when they were at Wrigley Fields just think of the Blues Brothers? Blues. Oh, this, absolutely. Because yeah. I think every time I see Wrigley, because Fields, this yeah. film is so Chicago centric yeah, yeah, and the Blues Brothers. I spent a lot of time thinking about the Blues Brothers. Also, eighty six. Nah, no, no. But way, see, way early. Early. It's, like, it's like I thought it was like eighty three. Nah, that's like eighty one. Yeah, I think like it's real was, early. But yeah. the the Chicago thing makes Cam's Gordy Howe jersey that much better. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I actually wrote that down, oh, and it's yeah. just yeah, his flies jersey is just it's great. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Uh, there's a lot of things in it, so I think they they tried to think a little bit outside the square with this film. So there's lots of. I won't say that it was possibly funded by you know the uh, tri-state area, but there's a lot of like you know panoramic shots and the fact that they go to the museum and they show you know there's the they show a lot of the works of art. It seemed to be almost like a like you know a little bit of a, bit of a um, love letter. To yeah, well, yeah, like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you only have a day in Chicago? <laughs> yeah. Well, here's a list of things you can do. Ferris <laughs> Bueller's. But it's funny that you mentioned that because if you ever watch the special features, two Blues Brothers, they mm-hmm. talk about how Chicago was really like they didn't want to let the Blues Brothers film there because mm-hmm. um, they had filmed uh, a, a previous film had had a scene where someone was dealing drugs. And they're like, oh, we can't have you know, our city represented this way. Uh, so I think they became really tight ass about how they, or what movies they said yes to. So yeah. it wouldn't surprise me if they were really strict and said, you have to put some There seems stuff to be like there. a lot of just sort of like, uh, like they'll be driving down the road and then there's just a shot of some landmark in Chicago somewhere or, you know, certain bits and pieces. Okay. Even the helicopter shot across the scene seems to be getting in the major buildings and like... Uh, head offices of certain corporations yeah, that are based see, in Chicago into mm. the shot seem to be purposely done. See, mm. I feel that's more of a John Hughes decision. Like, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, a, yeah. Like him yeah. loving his town. Like yeah. the, the, the film that came to mind was Rocky. Yeah, absolutely. And oh, how, oh, oh, oh. yeah, yeah. And how they show Philly, mm-hmm. you know, it's not, it's not a, an ad for Philly, but it's, <clears throat> but it's Sly yeah. Stallone telling his story about his city. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, and, because the same, like all the high school shots are all filmed in the same high schools, Breakfast Club, and you know, yeah, yeah. the others. Um, I mean, a lot, of, a lot of movies will always have the the landmarks. Well, I know? think, yeah, and I think it's also done as a point as well because now, you know, for certain fans of these films, they'll want to go there and go to yeah, these places. Absolutely. It's like going it's like, to the. Oh, this is the building. You know, this is yeah. it. It's like going to the Ghostbusters. The Ghostbusters building. Fire exactly right. Yeah, exactly right. But um, I think it, but. He actually sells, like, you know, take... I mean, I'll probably talk about Breakfast Club a bit because I'm going to. Uh, <laughs> sure. That's set in the high school and that's that's the scene. Whereas this is about Ferris and his mates going out and spending the day in the city. And so it's almost like Chicago's a, a character in the film itself. Like, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, it is about them being in the city, being at the top of the Sears Tower and, you know, being involved with the whole city in in itself if that makes sense um, I think getting back to what you were saying though as well where you said that you know that if you had a wag school you would have just gone to time zone and that was it, it <laughs> maybe a have, movie <laughs> maybe but yeah. it wouldn't have been a very memorable day <laughs> well no, I don't know so. about that but, but, I'm, yeah. but I'm in high school I don't know I don't know any better I'm selfish yeah. you know, I don't want to make a memorable day I just want to do what I want to do that's the thing. plus at you're the wearing bright day, purple <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> at, at the start of the day he doesn't plan any of this stuff like he you know, what, what does he do? He wakes up and he's so bored out of his mind. He's sitting there playing the clarinet and like yeah. an idiot and stuff. And he's got no idea what he's doing. Like he's gone to this elaborate extent to wag school where he's With no plan. rigged in cabling systems in his room <laughs> that are screwed into the wall. I was like, oh my God. But then he has no plan at all. He's not like consulted his friends in any way. He's just like, he calls up his like genuinely sick friend. And he's like, hey, you're coming out. And has to spend like half an hour convincing him. And then has to do, like, bust his girlfriend out of school. And she seems surprised about it. But 
No, I she doesn't seem surprised. Well, I as suppose because she's putting in, on a jacket. She starts yeah. putting a jacket on and packing her shit up. Yeah, yeah so um, yeah, it's just, it's it, an amazing day, but it yeah. The, he, the thing I that I think they and they get across really well is that uh, Ferris Bueller is obviously a higher than average intelligence person. Um, in the fact that he is a master of seizing the moment mm-hmm. and making the most out of a moment, whereas probably the average person is like, I understand that he's a character in a film, but you know, <laughs> that go on he, with yeah, it though. Yeah. It's go okay. with it. Yeah. Um, and he seems to be like a, like a quite a high intelligence person that, yeah, as I said, seizing the moment and making the most of that moment at the time mm. and then building on that and then keeping going and keeping going and keeping rolling. Yeah. Like the bit where he ends up on the float and oh, yeah. you know, yeah. and all that sort of stuff. And just even to the point where He's... he gets offered the opportunity to take uh, sometime in the eighties, a very valuable car that well, these days is now probably on like if if you're a multimillionaire, it's on your it's in your top two cars of your cars that you should collect yeah. items. I actually did some research on it. So the last one that sold went for something like twenty six million dollars. <sighs> um, nice. And Nick Mason, who's the uh, the drummer from Pink Floyd, actually has one that he used to drive yeah. around yeah, right. <laughs> all the time and pick his kids up from school. And then he went, "Yeah, that's not the point of this car. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm going to turn it into it. a race car. <laughs> <laughs> so now it races a Goodwood every year, car, and he pays know. like ex Formula One drivers to basically just blow the doors off everything else and smash it into things. Amazing, because he can. What is it? Because the car in the movie is not actually legitimate. It's a, um, it's a like a MG, MG, chassis yeah, 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 with yeah, yeah. Fiberglass body over the top because oh, they wanted to stack yeah. it out the window. Mm. And no way you're going to do that. Like, no, you can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, so yeah. it's a 250 GT California, which yeah, yeah, yeah. is they they're like oh. they're the top ultra echelon of collectible cars, let alone you know Ferraris. Kind of ugly though. You know what it should have been. Porsche 356. Oh, of course. Oh, no, right? Exactly. A beat-up one. Yeah, really bashed The patron vehicle of... No, no, that's what Cameron's car should have been. Cameron's car should have been a beaten-up 356. So, I mean, you say that he's this really intelligent guy and blah, blah, blah. He's not doing so good in school, but this is something I ask. Because he's bored, though. Well, he's bored. Do we know he's not doing well in school, though? Well, he's taking a lot of days We know these missed days, but we don't know how he's actually performing. Let's just assume he's he's the cool guy, so I'm going to assume that he's an average student. You know, I'm not going to say he's failing. I'm just going to say he's just he's gliding on through. But <laughs> with this expertise, and obviously you say, Brad, he's he's quite smart and he's very assertive. What do you reckon he's going to do when he leaves school? What oh, do you reckon you know, he's going to I actually was thinking about that. I said, yeah. what does this guy end up doing? Well, yeah, they like, ask that. They yeah. Ask when he's on the float. Sloan and Cameron are sitting there talking. They're like, what do you think Ferris is going to do? And he says something like... I can't understand it. Oh, he says oh, he's going to be like uh, a dustman it. or something. Oh, yeah. I thought he says... Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what I thought he said. No, Cameron, I wrote this down. So he says, Ferris can handle anything. I can't handle anything. Uh, he can be whatever he wants to be. And then Sloan asks Cameron, what do you want to be? And he says he doesn't know. And I just put here, it's the uh, the age-old teenage conundrum, uh, especially so when you're that age. He doesn't you know. know. Cameron doesn't know. What yeah, that's what. Yeah, yeah, Cameron yeah. doesn't know. But what he, he says Ferris is going to be like a blah blah blah. blah. No, he says he's going to be like sweeping halls or something. Like it's yeah. something. It's a bullshit job. Yeah. It, it, Ferris know, to me yeah. seems like one of those guys. that's like there was always that one guy at school where he just never seemed to try, never seemed to do anything, and then it came to exam times, and the guy got like you know yeah. high distinctions on everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly right. And, um, well, if he's hacking the computer system, he's probably going to get high distinctions. Yeah, and that's why I get back to the thing where I think he's like, you know, the guy's bell curve genius yeah. type character is what they're trying to set him up to be. So why do we reckon that Ferris is friends with Cameron? Because, man, these two do not seem compatible as mates. Like, I'm just like, nah. Like, like Ferris just uses him. But the thing it, is, it's Cameron... A, it's, a, it's a Bart Simpson oh, millhouse. I was just about to say yeah. that. Because <laughs> ah, I was going to say, like, to me, like I couldn't, I couldn't help but think that... I couldn't help but think that, like, you know, Ferris is... It looks, it looks like you, guy. Point Dexter. <laughs> but, like, yeah, I'm just like, man, Ferris is just this guy, you know, the cool kid in school, manipulating this, I don't know, loser, geek, whatever, like, you know, high school shit. Um, and he's just using this rich guy for all these things. Like, like you know, yeah. He doesn't really seem to hang out with Cameron. I don't think he really inspires him throughout the day at all, but he certainly wants to take his car. Like, Yeah, see, I don't, I don't know. I, I I actually think this is Cameron's film. I don't think it's Ferris's film at all. So this is Ooh, the story the, uh, Are you going to wreck this Cameron. film? Are you going to go on another? I reckon <laughs> this whole film's about Cameron. There's a common there's a common fan theory that I mentioned last episode that that says the whole film is in Cameron's head. He never gets out of bed. Ah, okay. And that Ferris is completely made up. 
I heard another one last night that works heaps better mm. and that every everything that happens is in Ferris's head because he's an absolute sociopath. <laughs> I should yeah. agree with that. Because anything he does has absolutely no consequence. He forces people to do things without thinking about them. Mm. Like So the fact that everything could just happen in his head. You know, he beats the the school principal and he's mm. just the coolest guy ever and he mm. evades his dad and all this sort of stuff like it's like a, it's like a fantasy land that some like yeah. super depressed sociopath has created in yeah, his own exactly. mind to... wow what does that is start a... maybe ferris is actually sick and in his bed dying Ooh. and these are his last thoughts so maybe he actually does these need his... that kidney transplant yeah these are like he's <laughs> actually needing the transplant so all the shots without ferris in them like at school are like actual school, real like, then how oh, come is it Ginny? How come mm. she's she's going through a lot of trauma? Yeah, but if uh, her brother's dying, yeah, <laughs> it's loose. Man. Definitely... It's loose. Look, her look, brother like is said, legitimately it, dying. Surely I... she's not like, oh, he gets all the attention. <laughs> well, maybe. Yeah, I mean, like she he's might. still alive. There could be, you know, like who knows what kind of crazy fucked up emotions you'll go through. You know, like <laughs> I can't say I've ever had a, a sibling go through something like that. But and just remember, Ginny know. hasn't met Patrick Swayze and learned how to dance yet. So That's true. Yeah. yeah, true. <laughs> but yeah, I think. But apart from that, like it's all about Cameron, really. Well, what do you got? I found it. What's up? Oh, I found the it. job. The job. He's going to be a fry cook. What do you think Ferris is going to do? He's going to be a fry cook on Venus. Uh, vleb, 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 vleb. Yeah, <laughs> you, you went far off. <laughs> yeah. But a fry cook. So a, fry a, cook a nothing on Venus. job. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I don't know. Like, I but think... on Venus. On Venus. That's weird. Mm. I think he'd have Because good... he'll just be like, I want to go to Venus. And then off he goes. Because he's cool. Unless Venus was like some kind of party drug back then. Maybe. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> what are you on, bro? I'm on Venus, man. Dude, these Venuses are amazing. <laughs> yeah. Well, Venus is a cruise ship. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hey, and welcome back. <laughs> Hope you're enjoying oh. the beautiful views on Venus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, I, I like Timmy, it. can you talk to me more about This is Cameron's film? Well, well, also the second appearance of Alan Ruck in San Dimas School of Film. He was one of the bus passengers. He was. Oh, yeah, he, he was. was. And who's Alan Ruck? He's Cameron. Cameron. Oh. He was one of the bus passengers on Speed. Oh my god, he was too! <laughs> yeah. Oh, mind blown. I got gum everywhere. That's it, this, pod- this podcast gum. just paid for itself. You know? <laughs> um, oh, that guy, oh my god. Because the whole thing, we, we get Cameron's, we almost get Cameron's take on every event that they do, and he slowly but surely gets looser and looser until the end when he just doesn't give a shit anymore. Mm. And... I, you're right. I feel like it almost feels like Ferris has been trying to do this for years to get Cameron out of his shit funk. Well, and he says, mm. kind of says that in the bathroom. Yeah. He does that whole monologue to the camera about Cameron's about house sitting is his like car, a and he's sitting yeah, in his yeah. car, so, mm-hmm. you know, debating whether or not he's going to leave the house or not. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. He'll keep calling me. You could come. But I mean, that's a. But it's almost like where, as the viewer, like Cameron's out in to this scenario. Mm. Because Ferris Bueller is such a, like, fantastical character, whereas Cameron's a lot more sort of, I don't know, approachable and recognisable as a a person. Ferris Bueller's, to a lot of people, the character that they want to be, whereas Cameron's a character that they actually are. are. Well, it's almost like, you know, Ferris will transform himself from the villain to the hero because he pushes Cameron to the point of breakdown where he can't function which then kickstarts Cameron into... Resets him. Yeah. Mm. Do you know what In I mean? That's so you, very accidental, though. It's like it's... You could kind of say that, hey, Ferris is doing this for Cameron, but like they're going home, they're driving home, and it's only when that they see that the odometer mm. is cracked up like an extra 160 miles or something. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying that Ferris wanted him to completely lose his <laughs> mind, but maybe he this was his... Not, not solely this, but maybe it was his ditch effort to... Get Cameron out of this because obviously Cameron's always sick get, and get him out of his and, funk. Yeah, mm. I, I made a note actually about Cameron. I was like, oh, Cameron, you know, like here's the story of Cameron in my eyes. Cameron you know, goes to school, friends with Ferris Bueller, has a really bad day. Um, there's a couple of different ways it could go. Destroys the car, Ferris and Nat leave. Cameron gets beaten to death by his father. <laughs> oh, whoa, 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 hang on, <laughs> oh, or, hang on. <laughs> or, or, or 
Cameron's so messed up, traumatized, and depressed that he leaves before the father comes home and becomes the Unabomber. <laughs> that, that, that's basically how I well, see him. I'm like looking at this guy going, man, that guy so is on the back messed end, up. So on the back end of the fan theory, it's all in Cameron's head. A lot of people are saying that Cameron grows up to be the narrator in Fight Club and Ferris Bueller ah. turns into Tyler Durden ah. as he gets more messed oh up. My God. Oh, I, I like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's really good. Oh, that was pretty some, good. Some people yeah. have way too much spare time. Yeah, yeah. I love trying to link movies together. Though. Yeah. Like, movies have so nothing Fight Club to do with is actually the sequel yeah, yeah, yeah. to Ferris Bueller's Day Off. You know what that That's means. So we need a trailer. We need a trailer. <laughs> we need a trailer. <laughs> it started as a day <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, in I'm Chicago. Oh, my God. I'm doing it. <laughs> I'm doing it. It's oh, next yeah. episode, you keep your uh, keep your uh, pants on and I'll... Yeah. I try to keep my pants on <laughs> in these episodes. Anyway. Well, it's, now, not, it's not Pants Off Monday. Can we talk uh, about the quote? Which one? Because this movie is probably one of the most quoted no, quotes of all the time. the quote... Oh, come on. Oh, Life moves pretty fast. Thank you. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you don't stop to look around, oh, yeah. you could Tickets. miss it. Mm-hmm. This is the most overused social media quote when, ev- when everyone does steps out of the house. And really? which, which means <laughs> the movie was a success. Uh, yeah, but... A roaring success. I'm just going to say, that's the first time I've ever heard that oh, quote. Man, maybe I've read it once or twice. But I, it's, I feel this is like... one of the most quoted films of all time on, like, on many levels and yeah, many different yeah. things. Even to the bit of like, you know, the, he'll keep calling me, he'll keep calling me. Bueller. 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 Right. You know, yeah, yeah, exactly right. It just feel, goes on and on and on. I feel like the Life Moves Pretty Fast quote goes hand in hand with the Green Day song at year 12 oh, assemblies. Time of your life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They play that song, the head person student comes out and goes, Life Moves Pretty Fast. <laughs> Everyone cries, hugs, and, and all the never teachers, talk again. And all the teachers are like, oh, we're doing this again. <laughs> oh, God. oh, here comes Green Day. <laughs> See, I swear, like, the, only, the only quote I've ever heard from this movie is Bueller. That's it. I couldn't tell. Like you say, It's so quoted. I can't think of any other quotes from this movie. Mind you, I've only seen this movie twice. So oh, that's interesting. I don't know. Maybe I've maybe I've maybe I've heard heaps of these quotes and I've just never related it to Ferris Bueller's mm-hmm. Day Off. So I would say that there wouldn't be like a week that goes past where there's not an occasion in my life that <laughs> wow. some quote or line in this film pops into my head in an occasion that I'm in. It's not as bad oh, yeah. as like Simpsons lines where mm. you sit there oh, and, you, yeah. and you're at work and you say a Simpsons line and everyone looks at you as if you're an idiot and then you just go, you guys have not lived. But there's one guy in the corner who's, who's yeah, one, one guy goes, yeah. yeah it makes it all work. Yeah. <laughs> and then talk about Simpsons for the next half an hour. Yeah. Um, and to, for me, this, this film is that. There's just again and again and again. You know, like, you know, I've got mm. a test today. It's on European socialism, blah, 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 all that sort of stuff. You know? <laughs> it just rolls on. But, mm. you know, the other thing is, you know, being a little bit older than you guys, this movie was extremely popular while I was at school. Yeah, I bet it was. Um, mm. in, kin- in kindergarten. Back in, in the day. Uh, <laughs> in, in primary we're, school we're and high school. school. We were in kindergarten, yeah. Yeah, yeah. When I so was, I was primary two. school and, and high school, this movie was like, you know, this was it in a bit. People quoted it all the time. Save Ferris t-shirts. Save I was going to say, t-shirts. save Ferris. I'm stealing them all from you today. Save Ferris t-shirts <laughs> were the equivalent to oh, your vote, vote for Pedro. Pedro. Yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> and we all had a vote for Pedro t-shirt. Man, we are on the same page today. <laughs> did you yeah, see how you did that? You're like, your vote for Pedro t-shirts. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> oh, whoa. Hey. Oh. Back off my generation. Hey, old side of the room, young <laughs> yeah. side of the room. Yeah, but yeah. do you think that vote for Pedro was maybe uh, you know, sculpted around a whole save Ferris Absolutely. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. There was a homage. A homage. A homage. 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 That's the strain way. Oh, homage. <laughs> hey, car guys. Car guys. Mm. That's I'll us. Back. That's us, Lenny. Does, ah. does putting a car on a jack no. and putting it in reverse take miles off the road? <laughs> no. If anything, that, you would actually increase the That is would, teenage thinking. Yeah, That's yeah, what that is. Mm-hmm. It would, yeah, it yeah, yeah, it yeah, would actually make sense at the time. It did. I'm like, why is going back? Even when you've got it in reverse, the engine is still rotating and the transmission and the drivetrain is still all rotating in the same direction. So the odometer doesn't run off the wheels. So hang on. No, that comes off your transmission. hang on. Hang on. Basically, what you have with a manual car, you have a sequential gear system. You can't gain kilometers by going in reverse. Yeah, you can. You still, it's, I guess it's a measure. It's a unit of time, if anything. Ooh. You're still Whoa. going forward in the timeline. What is time, though? What is time? It's a human construct. And we've got a time machine, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> time is irrelevant to the four of us. So, oh, love the old phone booth. So, in terms of the day, so we had. Taking the um, these are these are the milestones I say with the day. So yeah. taking the Ferrari, 
Going to the viewing deck of what building? Sears Tower. Sears Tower. Sears Tower. The stock market, which I thought was a bit weird. Yeah, yeah see, this is what I'm saying. I'm like, weird you stock market? To just be sitting there not doing anything. But anyway, um, the Ma- fancy restaurant, mm-hmm. obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, the the sausage, baseball. Sausage King. Sausage King. Yeah. Abe Froman. Baseball, <laughs> the art gallery, and the parade. So that's seven. Yeah. If you don't count the Ferrari, And six. then, where do we, do we ever know whose pool they're in? No. <laughs> no, I That's a good that. question. Yeah, because well, it's not they're not at Ferris's house. Be Sloan's, wouldn't it? Maybe, maybe. Well, unless no, they're just sitting he, in no, some random pool. They walk her home. Well, Ferris walks her home at some point. It must be Sloan's though, right? No, I don't think it is. No. I don't, yeah, they they never get into. Maybe that's a deleted scene. Does he walk her home or does he just run from there? No, you, that's a good question. Ed, if you no, because they're both a, nah. See, they both go back to Cameron's, mm-hmm. where the car goes off, and then maybe take Sloane back. Ah, that would make sense. In what car though? The they, pool. Well, the I pool? don't think the pool is after the car stacks. Yeah, which is what I'm saying is that does do they does he then run from Sloane's where the pool is? No, no, no. The car stack. Are you talking when? Are you talking about car stacks when it goes through the window? Yeah, that's before the pool's before that. Yeah, oh, yeah. it is too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it yeah. is. Because no. remember, he's sitting, he's, he's still oh, yeah, freaking right. out on the... Because the last time we see, he's we freaking see Cameron... He's from the miles. Yeah, this is this is why I'm like, the last time we see Cameron is, you know, when Ferris and the girlfriend leave, and they leave him there with the wrecked car, which is why my theory is that the father would come home and beat his feet to death. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so... Um, if, yeah, so if, maybe they go back to Sloan's, which has the pool, and then he runs home from Sloan's then. Possibly, yeah. That would make sense because he knows the run really well. I mean, there's, the, it, there, they could perfectly be swimming in some random pool given the way the day's going. This is true. It wouldn't Total be so. Who knows? Well, see, I had a question, right? And it's funny, like that we mentioned the stock market because I was like, who's funding this day? Who's paying for this? Yeah, super exotic lunch. Sorry, just to like go that. back to before. I'm pretty sure Sloane, she's not wearing bathers though, so it must That's be a random pool. She's, That's what it was. She's in if an, it were her house, she'd, she'd change, be in her cosy. Correct. So, oh my God. Mu- so it must not, be a rando's pool. Can I, yeah. can I just say that then when... she asked uh, Cameron she asked, if, she, if he uh, got a slight look while she was changing. And yeah. that is the creepiest <laughs> shit I've ever seen in my life. He's just like... Eh, heh, heh. I'm like oh my God, dude. You are just creeping me Is, is that creepier than them putting him on the diving board while he's just <laughs> staring into nothing? <laughs> well, though? does he put it... Like, what's, what's the point was, of that? Like, I'm like, the guy's catatonic. <laughs> did they put him there or did he go himself there? That means you need to be watching him 24-7. Yeah. Well, that's what In I was case like, what happens on, actually happens. This guy's on suicide watch, man. Like he sees the odometer go over to the point where I'm like, okay, he's ready to commit suicide just because the miles are over. Like, surely he can't even comprehend what his father would do to him when he comes home. Even if he's all confident in the moment, you know, his mind's going to start turning, blah, blah, blah. He's going to run away and he's going to become the Unabomber, right? Like he's that much of a creep. So Or Tyler Durden. Or Tyler Durden. Yeah, I like that better actually. So. Um, no, no, but so, so just quickly going back. So, like, I'm like, who's funding the day? Maybe the reason they're at the stock exchange is there might be a deleted scene or something where Ferris is such a crafty, so, a crafty guy. He's he does some quick stock dealings or something so and makes there, a whole heap of cash. Well, there how is much? a deleted scene where <coughs> he calls his dad and finds where his dad is keeping some bonds or something. Ah. And so he steals from his dad. So the reason it was cut, I was, can see why. That okay, yeah, it was to like. So hang on. So the fan, the the restaurant technically he, they probably could have got for free after the whole. You didn't believe I was the sausage king. Okay, so yeah. maybe they yeah. cut the bill for that. Yeah. So baseball, point. maybe they were their family were season ticket holders. You never know. Maybe, and I don't think baseball tickets. Also, the art gallery would much. usually be free. You'd it's think. not though, isn't it? No. Nah. Okay. How do you know? Well, that so, puts uh, a, someone else looked it up. Did it used right. to be free? <sighs> in it was the 80s. 86. Most, see, most art galleries. The viewing deck uh, wouldn't have cost too much, you would have thought. Mm. That would probably be free. Stock market, they might nah. have been able to get in for free in the parades. You in can't the go up the Rialto without paying. Yeah. Yeah, but well, what's this, the new one? This is Australia. Australia. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe the day didn't cost that much in the end. I don't know. Like, huh, interesting. possibilities. No, I like that. They could have scammed everyone. Apart from trashing the super, super rare Ferrari. Yes. But who's, who's paying so, for fuel for that's that? That's 26 mil right there. I had a... <laughs> kind of going back to like the Just car like guy moment for a second here, right? So he's like... Cameron says, man, my dad, he never, you know, he never drives it. He just looks at it. Rubs they it get in diaper. it. Hey? Rubs, rubs it with, it with a diaper. diaper. Yeah, right. So they get in the car and Ferris turns the key once. It's whoom, fires up. I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, no. If a car's been sitting for that long, it is not firing up maybe, like that. Maybe he runs it while he's rubbing it. That's actually what Katie said. And I'm like, okay, I, I no, can no. deal with that. It's but an Italian car. You'd want to hear yeah. it. 
It's yeah. It's it, <laughs> for a really long time, and that's after you charge the battery for twelve hours. You know? so, yeah. Exactly right. And there's no big oil leak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no big oil pan, and, yeah. and anyway. it doesn't belch smoke when it starts up <laughs> yeah. and fill the car, fill the garage. That's really smoke. funny because every time I see one of those style garages on like the internet or something, every time I see it, I'm like, man, you would fill your house up with fumes real good. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. yeah anyway. I actually checked up because I remembered seeing on uh, somewhere that that house actually sold a couple uh, of years ago. Just so. like 2014. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it sold for like 1.6 mil. And I just been. <laughs> it's obviously not Melbourne or Sydney house yeah, prices. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, a it's funny. Four or five million. Now. It's a sweet <laughs> view from the garage. Oh, like. absolutely. It's Has, beautiful. Have any of you guys been to Chicago? No. Yeah. To me, that really seems like they're in some dense forest land there. Now, uh, when Ferris is first on the phone to Cameron at the start of the movie, he says, you got to be here in 15 minutes, right? Okay, I'm like, okay, let's start thinking about this. 15 minutes. <laughs> One, he knows Cameron's in I love in how bed. your brain works sometimes. <laughs> sometimes it's just, the gears are turning, man. The gears did, are you, turning. did you pause it at that point? All right, all right. Okay, we're in the uh, forest. Here we go, we're in, in the forest. <laughs> so I get in the car, turn the, put my seatbelt on. There are two trains yeah. traveling. One from Chicago, one <laughs> from San Francisco. But it's like, you know, he, that means that Cameron's got to get out of bed. He's got to get dressed, probably have a shower, you know, get ready, jump in the car, start up dry. That means that they can only be really like five minutes away from each okay. other. Okay, I have an explanation for this. Oh, you got it? Okay. Oh, I dig so, it. So, time travel. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. definitely a phone booth. And that's the reason. No. <laughs> um, so, the first time I went to the States, uh, I was actually really, really surprised at these ultra-famous towns that you've heard of all the time. And you go there, and these towns aren't that big. The ah. thing is, there's a lot of them. So, mm. like, you, you come to Australia, and you've got... You know, fifty or sixty percent of the Australia's population lives in Sydney or Melbourne, mm. and then you go to the other towns, and you go to these other little towns, and they're tiny. So a lot of these towns, so San Fran's a perfect example. Is San Francisco is tiny? Yes, yeah, it's, it's not surrounded that big by forest. It literally cannot get any bigger. Disney World and Disneyland are bigger than San Francisco, and yeah. then all these other towns are kind of similar mm-hmm. sizes. So there's obviously exceptions of New York, mm. LA, places like that that are that are mega cities. <laughs> But all these other towns sprinkled across the states are really small. Are small. That's, that's a fair point. I dig that. Yeah. You drive twenty minutes down the road, and there's another town that you oh, go. Oh, this, this I is drive this twenty town. minutes, not fifteen. But plus no, getting no. Dressed. Twenty minutes, you're in another town. <laughs> yeah, that's a fair. Let point. alone on the outskirts right. of the town you think. Of. Now, Chicago is a different story because Chicago is one of the bigger cities. So, Chicago. but it's also 1986. But so. I mean, look, I, I live in mm. Watsonia, and I'm ten minutes from Eltham, mm. which is leafy. And there's, that's pl- true. there's plenty of areas there which are covered in trees. I suppose there is, like, I could drive, you know, 15 minutes from here and be in some dense shrubbery. And they obviously hey. <laughs> took the interstate or whatever into into town. So they took the freeway mm. into town. Mm-hmm. So they could have been in the burbs. Yeah, fair point. Sonny, you know, we've got Kikerook Park down the road, mate. Three oh, minutes and you're dude, at my house, you know. It's gentrification, dude, man. Kikerook <laughs> Park, it's like a one-minute walk from my house, man. Yeah, Beautiful. exactly right. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah, so, all right, there all right. Plenty of leafy places. Sure, 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 sure. <laughs> so one thing we got, Al, out of this. <laughs> yes, Tim. One thing we got was a musical number that you wanted in La La Land. Yes, correct. A musical number that takes you somewhere ridiculous. It did. It took me somewhere ridiculous and I enjoyed the spit out of it. (laughs) Way better. I could sing both of those songs, maybe because they're slightly more well-known songs than than whatever the light city thing was. Mm. There was only one song in La La Land. Again. Oh, would you just... (laughs) And I still don't... I couldn't... I I couldn't do it now. Like, anyway... But yeah, it was good. Like it had, you know, it's the. I tell you another example. You know that scene in Greece, or for the younger members, listeners. Come on, it, no, no, not talking to you, just the young people. Because me also in Sino Man. Yes. Where at the school dance? Yeah, never seen it. People start dancing. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. Tim just nailed the Encino Man dance from oh. across the room. It's all in the shoulders. But how how the, our main characters do like two moves and then all of a sudden the whole dance hall knows it. Same kind of thing in this. Right? I loved it because it's people were just like on board and the whole town. It's was like the original involved. Flash Mob. Yeah, yeah. There's also uh, I noted as well. There's a very much a homage to the Blues Brothers in that scene yeah. too, with the uh, with the dance troupe that just sort of like enters, yeah, and then oh, yeah. down the stairs, and it's like it's straight out of the Blues Brothers. Apparently, that was the same moves from the Thriller video clip. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, that's but, yeah. I see and that. it, apparently, on top of that, a lot of the people that are actually dancing in the background, there's a, 
in a couple of shots, there's a whole heap of people like workers and stuff that are mm-hmm. dancing, having a real good time. Just they weren't even a part of the crew. Yeah. They just started dancing, and the the, uh, the director's like, "Hey, these guys are having a good time." Then put them in the movie. Yeah, like, see, them and on board. Yeah, on it board, seems to be also oh, that there's take a um, lesson from 1986, John Hughes. <laughs> there seems to be in like the panning shots, especially of the crowd. I think uh, there's a lot of like. Chicago celebrities in that crowd as well. Yeah, um, I saw that some we triplets. Don't yeah, there was the triplets like, with the beards, a... and I've seen them in oh, other really? things. Oh, yeah. right, okay. So I don't know, but yeah, so things like that. So I think those panning shots of like, especially close-ups of the crowd, there was uh, there's <laughs> like Chicago. You guys are talking about like you know the, the triplets and stuff. Timmy, I, Timmy and I are here like looking at each other. So when he's singing, uh, when he's doing the uh, <laughs> twist and shout bit, mm. there's like pans of the crowds, mm. and there's there's like three guys with like dark hair and beards, beards. all dressed in blue suits, mm. and they're, they're triplets, and right. they they pan through them, and there's there's all these other people there, and I think be, there's this a is lot definitely of... like older side of the room generation kind of stuff. I think no, I, I, I don't know who they are. <laughs> you watch the oh, same okay. film, man. <laughs> yeah, but, but the camera sort of lingered on certain people. Like like, oh, the, if you were from Chicago, you would you'd, totally you'd know, know who this guy is. Ah, yeah, okay, okay. You know? Gotcha. Because it might have been the real mayor or something. Yeah, oh, maybe. Yeah, maybe. A lot yeah, of cameo yeah. appearances mm. and, yeah. We can IMDB and see who it really is, but sure. I don't think it's that important. I, I really, really, really want to talk about how much of a prick Ferris Bueller is. Like, that guy <laughs> is such a dick. Like, I hated him in this whole movie. <laughs> Right now, uh, you, no, sure, you no, sure no. that just wasn't Matthew Broderick? <laughs> Maybe. No, 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 no. It's it's the character, and I know I've been like yammering on about the movie, but I've really like I've got to say some negative stuff about this movie because how much of a dick Ferris Bueller is actually kind of spoiled the movie for me. I'm like, man, this guy is way too much of a dick for me to enjoy this. And I remember thinking the first time I watched this film, I thought the same thing, and it ruined the film for me because I was like, of how much of a dick he was, and. I want to relate it to love, actually, right? Al, you were saying that you hate... Well, you, you have real big issues with love, actually, because you're like, this is a really bad representation of, of love and, and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. If you're not sure what we're talking about, listen to that episode. But this movie is a terrible example of how you should treat your friends. Yeah, totally. And the whole time, that's just really like gnawing away at me. And I'm like, <laughs> there's no way I can endorse this film to anybody... Because, like, this whole movie is just like, oh, just use and abuse your friends the whole time. And I was like, nah, I Because I was thinking of Let the Right One In with the manipulation going on there. Like, yeah. Ferris is just using totally. the shit out of Cameron. Yeah. And that just, everyone's like, like oh, using him for his Ferris car Bill and, you know, all sorts of stuff. Yeah. Like, man, he's such a jerk. Because he's like, Cameron, the amount of times Cameron says no to Ferris in this. I'm like, man, like, if you're in a romantic situation with a young lady and she says no, it's like, yep, that's it. I'm done. Sure. Uh, I respect your wishes. Yeah. And he's like, and you should treat your friends the same. And Cameron's like, no. He makes no. him prank all the bloody principal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Which Cameron Mr. does enjoy Rudy. doing. Rudy! Rudy! <laughs> he really does enjoy doing yeah, it. Yeah, but like... I, well, I should say that you do. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good, man. Oh, man. But they're um, like, yeah, the whole, like, it, you know, Ferris is sliding into the car, into the Ferrari, and Cameron's, and Cameron's still going, like, no, 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 no. 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 Yeah. And then he just starts it up and drives away. Yeah, like, but if Cameron really wanted to stop him, he would. And he says that in the film. He actually says that towards the end. And I'm like, yeah, but that's fine. That's like, you know, being bashed and then saying, oh, I actually deserved it because I was being a douche. You know, like, it's like, it's like, Maybe no. Wow. Well, oh, probably. <laughs> oh, steady on, bro. You know, like, yeah, it's like. It's the only way you can get through to some people. Jeez. Oh, yeah, there's, there's some nasty <laughs> scenarios. Oh, He's dropping dude. bombs over there. I'm going to say that this is just natural, just how, like, human behavior. You've got leaders and followers. Mm, fair point. Ferris Bueller's fair a natural very, leader. I think it's mm. also very common amongst kids at yeah. high school this is, like high school's rife with this sort you look of at crap. a group of people there's always one person that will be a natural born leader whether yeah. or not they do the right or the wrong thing they're still a leader <laughs> and there's people that just will follow them to the end of the earth I without suppose asking they, any they put that in the movie because they want it to be relatable to teenagers of the time I guess or even you know today Tell but me I'm, though, I'm still like man this is not cool you don't treat people like this maybe it would have been better if he got busted at the end then I f- yeah, I definitely feel as though Ferris should have had like some if Ginny kind of had just said like I don't know like instead well I guess that was yeah, cool that was though that was like, that's that's the cool thing is you like it's exciting that he got away with it and you're like hey but again sweet. that's where the the divide of uh, adults and kids comes in yeah, because yeah. at the end of the day we want the adults Jeannie, to win. Jeannie's <laughs> like no but at the end of the, like we spend the whole movie with Jeannie <laughs> effectively being on the grown up side right mm. why does he get away with everything. 
but then right at the end, when she's face to face with Rooney and Ferris, mm. she sides with the kids. She's mm. like, nah, actually, mm. he's yeah. my brother. Because yeah. that's the funny thing. When I was younger, I hated her. But now I like it. <laughs> it's like, yeah, man, you should be pissed off. Oh. We should probably discuss the epic cameo that was Charlie. Oh yes. my god! Yeah. I, was, I was just about to bring that up. Hey, I read some. He stayed up forty-eight hours. hours. Yeah, yeah. Method scene. acting. Method wow! Acting. Absolutely. It, it was honest. probably just a case of him being out, out all night on a whole heap of drugs. Yeah, he was probably on those just, drugs. Oh, just yeah. 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 <laughs> he was actually just walking by, and they went, "Do you want a spot in the film?" <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. Oh, man, I actually wrote in my notes. I'm like, this is one of my favorite Charlie Sheen roles ever. It's like so short, but I'm like, it's, it's so really good. Yeah, very poignant as well. There's also, uh, there's a few, well, I won't say cameos because they probably weren't famous before then, but um, mm. uh, what's her name? Swanson. So the original Buffy's at the start. Is she? Oh, yeah, oh, really? so she plays, she plays the, um, so when they, when the, uh, the fry, oh, yeah. are a bit at the start. My, my boyfriend's brother's there's, sister's. There's, yeah, brother. that, so that's, that's the original Buffy. And, that's Kirsty Swanson. <laughs> yeah. Get out of here. Yeah, no, it is. And uh, obviously, good. I, I um, believe I've already told you to watch the original Buffy, Tim. You should. Uh, yeah, no. uh, it's, it's it's pretty good. Uh, is it a movie or a TV uh, series? Movie. The, mo- oh, the original. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. original Buffy's a selected it's a movie. Oh, we may throw down. We may. Or, or someone at home. Yeah, so, exactly. Right. <laughs> and obviously, um, Ginny was, you know, she baby. was about to. Yeah, was about to become baby, and and her career changed mm. forever. Nobody gives a baby. But a day th- off. I mean, the thing um, with Charlie Sheen is that's so <laughs> awesome. Is that he's such a burnout, but he gives such great advice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he's, he's the only level headed guy in the whole film. You just like don't listen to this guy when he starts talking, but then you're like, oh, that's so good. That's actually quite responsible. And I think so. I think the film that Charlie Sheen did just before this was Platoon. Platoon. Yeah. So he's coming out of like one of the most hardcore serious films he has ever yeah, done in yeah. his life. To playing this bit in a cameo in a yeah. kid in like a you know a teenage coming yeah. of age film that's just great I love him I just love the the whole you and her for drugs and then she asks him what do you and her for he's just like drugs, drugs. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, so good does it so well like such a good he plays the role so well oh man <laughs> won't you stick your thumb up your butt <laughs> and he just he just holds it up <laughs> just the little things man oh man oh. And he, uh, you can see that he's alluding to like talking about Ferris. You should go, you know, should really see this yeah, guy. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, oh, you know him. So you know him. <laughs> oh, man. Amazing. Um, the old now go right to the end. Over the credits, there's a whole oh, yeah. sequence of Rooney getting on the school bus mm. <laughs> and eating the warm gummy bears. And yeah. there's this moment that I love when the bus pulls up. And she's like, oh, hey, Mr. Rooney, you want a lift? And the pause that he takes to decide to get on that is magical. <laughs> it's like soul crushing. It's like 90 <laughs> seconds of him just standing there. Yeah, just, oh, am I going to do this? What am I gonna? And then he does his suit up. And even then, like, he still takes ages to decide to get on the bus. It was fantastic. I really dug it. Apparently, the girl he sits next to, I was. Had, just had a browser through IMDb, but those glasses, she's got these big yeah, coat bottle glasses. Yeah. Apparently, they were screwing her like head up real bad because of how heavy they were and stuff. <laughs> she was having like neck problems and stuff. And if it, like, I know it seems ridiculous that glasses would weigh that much, but if you watch it again and look yeah, at how yeah. big they are, you're like, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> They're like double glazed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just, it keeps the heating in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm going to go right to the to the end end. Oh, yes. So after the credits, yeah. where he's in his bathrobe and he's back at home again, and yeah. he comes out and he's like, what are you still doing here? You know, it's over. <laughs> go home. Yeah. And uh, I was sitting there thinking about the other films that have have done that as well. So, you know, that was happened at the end of Austin Powers. It happened right. at the end of Deadpool. Deadpool. <laughs> it's like a, it's like a, a Third person break state or something. Or break, it's called breaking the fourth wall. Breaking the fourth wall. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Thank you. But that actual scene has been like you know has been done so many times in mm. other films and yeah I think I think Deadpool's one was probably Super one of the better. Iconic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah, it's like version. right on the money. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. Yeah. I, uh, it, even in the Austin Powers film, he he, he does it pretty well. It's pretty as well. close. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm going to really quickly. This is something I should have brought up earlier, but I'm really confused and I just want to kind of see what you guys think of it. That. The sister, uh, Jenny. Um, Jeannie. Jeannie, thank you. She's like spending the whole day trying to figure out if Ferris is actually sick or not. But she knows right from the start of the film that he's sick because he's telling her to shut up and stuff. Yeah. But then she spends the rest of the movie like, 
I like she comes running into the room and the dolls and she's like, I knew it. It's like, of course you knew it. He That's was telling point. you at the start of the movie. It's like this really weird. That's a good point. Ah, oh, just anyway. Yeah, that's a good I, point. You can't really say anything to it, but it just it confused me. But yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that nice. <laughs> Kill the mood. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else have we got in this film? <coughs> Should we apologise to Ed now? Or yeah, oh, I nah. think Ed I don't enjoy him. Yeah, I don't. Th- I don't think we've you know torn it apart too much. I mean, we're we're certainly kicking on in episode time here. It's uh, can you are we, are we just quietly? Can you imagine being in a class with an Adams and Adam Lee and Adamoski and an Adamson? It's <laughs> pretty impressive. A Aaron, Aaron A Balake, Balake. Um, <laughs> hey, what's your name, kid? Aaron A- Aaron 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 <laughs> Great film. Couldn't have truly. Yeah, if you uh-huh. haven't heard that yeah. episode, check it out. It's pretty good. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, well, I mean, what is there any? I, look, I think I think oh, we good. maybe we start moving on towards ratings and etc. Yeah. Well, no, before we do that, oh, we it's have... time for what I know is your favourite. Uh, <laughs> oh, <segment. I'm> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to do but, it. But it's funny you say that because it's time for. <laughs> Podcasting a wide net. net. Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. Uh, I nearly said history of bread. <laughs> welcome back to Podcasting a Wider Net. For those who have just joined us, uh, Podcasting a Wider Net is where I take you into the bottomless pit of podcasts. Right. I don't know if you know this, but podcasts aren't a new thing, and what we do is very, very, very unoriginal. Yeah. So, we're just really good at it. That's why we're at the top of the barrel. Kind yeah, of yeah, that's, that's clearly. It. <laughs> uh, so yeah. I find other podcasts that have reviewed the same film, and I inform you <laughs> of them so that you can go probably listen to a better one. Uh, this <laughs> week, I only have one because it's a gem. It's mm. called Look Hughes Talking. Yeah. Oh, uh, I see what you did there. Pun. Uh, yeah, and they've done every John Hughes <laughs> film that you can possibly consider. Awesome. Uh, Ferris Bueller episode is a double episode. The the kind of the big ones are double episodes. Uh, and I listened to the Breakfast Club episode that was also double, and it was great. You know, I was I had a great time listening to a podcast about the the Breakfast Club. So are they are they American? Yeah, or? Is where are they from? Yeah, they're from states. Um, I, I, look, couple I of dudes, much. couple of dudes. Yeah, they like their John Hughes films. Clearly, right in that wheelhouse for them. Look, Hughes look, look Hughes talking. Oh, that's pretty clever. Check it out, everyone. Yeah, check it. I like that. Uh, sure one. That that concludes. Nice. Podcasting a wider net. Great for this week. Sounds good. Thank you. So, scary end. Scary. <laughs> is it? Yeah, it's rated. Wow. For for Ed, it might be. <laughs> did we ever get a rating from Ed? I don't think we did. did we? <clears throat> I have a rating from Ed. You do. Right? <sighs> mm, okay. How exciting. Do we start with Ed or do we? I, st- I reckon. Nah, we'll do ours first. I reckon, and then we can. Ooh. Oh well, thanks for volunteering, Brad. Go sure. Perfect. <laughs> what do you got, Brad? Uh, no sandwiches. Mm. Even though I have seen this film. Over a hundred times, if not more. Mm. Um, so definitely no sandwiches. I still love this film. I still want to be Ferris Bueller. <laughs> um, uh, and I think if if you had a day like that, it would be the, the best day ever. Um, yeah, that museum tour, man. Yeah, well, I've <laughs> never been there, so you know, yeah, that's if I went one. to Chicago, I'd go to the museum. Chicago. Go to the top of Sears Tower. Probably try and catch a game at Wrigley Field. Other than that, <laughs> it's not there anymore. But other than that. Yeah, but you're not a backpacker. You're in high school. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's a fair point. <laughs> yeah, good point. Um, probably wouldn't have gone to Chicago at all. <laughs> uh, rating. Uh, is it as good as Bill and Ted's? No, Ooh. I'm going to go eighty. Okay, so it's still fairly up there. Oh, it's definitely up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah but it, 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 yeah, nah, yeah, awesome. n- yeah, nah, yeah, nah, mate. yeah, yeah, nah. Oh, um, yeah. I'm going to keep in theme with... Oh, there we go. It's been chosen. <laughs> keep with the theme of the podcast favourite number, 86. Ooh. I reckon. You know, like, yeah. not It's no Bill and Ted, but it's very close. Like, you know, if, I, would, I would be keen to watch isn't, this. Isn't That's 86 the devil's well. number for the Australian cricket team? Is it? Is it? I think it is. Okay. Sure. Hmm. Cool. Yeah, 86 for me. 86%. Sure. Oh, cool. Sandwiches? Nah. 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 Um, oh, yeah. Uh, I would... Uh, <sighs> <laughs> no, look, look. Okay, so what I was saying earlier about like you know how the character Ferris ruins the movie for me. The movie itself is really good. I really enjoy it. Uh, so I give it a higher rating. But the character is an asshole, so I give it a lower rating. But I'd still give it you know sixty percent. So I thought it was pretty good. No, sam- no singers. 
Cool. Um, I automatically take 15 off for Matthew, Matthew Broderick. As <laughs> <laughs> a Broderick handicap. Uh, Only 15. That yeah, well, I figured... Nah, because the... the uh, a film isn't just because of the actor, but I just, yeah, I just can't stand Anyway. Sure. Um, He's very much the main character. Correct. Like, He's a linchpin of this film. Yeah. Um, and, you know, there's... I, I definitely relate to some of the stuff you're saying about, you know, the actual character of Ferris just being undeniably yeah. a jerk face. Such a jerk face. But then I also take into consideration that I did like him a lot more when I was younger, so I think that's just me growing grumpy. So <laughs> I'm probably going to give it about 75. Okay. Nice. Sangers? Yeah. No. Nah. Cool. Right. Uh, mm. Very good. Oh, and finally... And Ed's San Dimas rating... Was two hundred percent. Whoa! He said he is twice as likely to watch this film than well done, Bill and Ted. That's so that's, that's the highest rating point. I think we've Absolutely. had. That is, mm-hmm. he's just blown the top Ooh, off yeah. this bad boy. Mm-hmm. He's clearly inexperienced <clears throat> in uh, yeah. rating. Films <laughs> <in there. laughs> wow! Yeah, yeah, good try, kid. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> um, fantastic. Well, again, I think we need to thank collectively thank Ed for his involvement and choice. For today's episode, so yes. well done, and Ed. Being such a big supporter, yeah, I definitely he's been huge and promoter as well. Yeah, he's a that's right. Big and if you at home listeners would like to make a choice, yes. Timmy, what what? Yeah. The best? So look, we encourage this sort of thing because it makes it a hell of a lot more interesting for us because none of us are in control. Um, <laughs> but to do it, we we do want something in writing. So instead of if you see one of us on the street yelling at us, <laughs> put it put it in writing. And to do that, send us an email, sandemusfilm at gmail com, um, and please just pick one because we're not gonna. Because that's what we have to go yeah, through. We're we only allowed to pick one. Correct. So. so there's no point giving us five because you know that still, we still makes have us to choose. choose. Yeah. We, yeah, and that's not fair. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, pick one. Send us an email, and we'll definitely get to it at some point. Hopefully sooner rather than later. But we do appreciate it, and we yeah. Ideally, we want you to put uh, film choice in the subject. And then the actual film further down, so we none of us read it yep. until we're sitting in the room. Yep. Correct. Yeah, so it means we'll just keep it unread until we're in the studio yep. and we can uh, we can announce it and all be suitably scared, surprised, <laughs> or all of the above. Nice one. Um, in terms of where else you can get us, um, we're on we're on Facebook is probably one of our major mediums. We're on Twitter at, at SDSFpod. Yes. Are there any retweets lately? I've had some. We've had a bit of action. I've had some banter. Yep. Ooh. So let's keep that banter going. going. I'm working on it. I like it. Um, we're at Sandemus Film on Instagram. Um, and we're on SoundCloud, and you can find us on iTunes and <coughs> Android devices. Mm. Um, and now, Hang on. Apps. I would also like to plug. Yes. That I'm not sure if we've spoken to you two yet, but Tim and I will be at. Melbourne Comic Con, mm. which is on the first of July, it runs on the second as well. But we will be there on the first of July as Bill and Ted. Awesome! All right, so come, come up and say hi. Get a photo, <laughs> some hilarity. Uh, well, yeah, I guess that means we're gonna have to. Uh, I don't. Get I don't think we here. were invited, man. You look like a Billy the Kid style. <laughs> I told you, station, <laughs> station, station, <all> station. <laughs> exactly. If you get making those suits, that'd be great, man. Can, can you go as Death? Oh, of course. Done. <laughs> so, so, yeah, we'll post up some photos and, and all that sort of stuff. But 1st of July, Melbourne Comic Con. Come on down and... and Say good day. Yeah, tell us some stuff. Yep. Awesome. Cool. Or yell at us. Do, yell do, yeah. <laughs> do what you want. Yeah. I'm not your mum. Throw stuff at you. <laughs> not your mum. Don't come. I don't care. Yeah. Um, so, whose choice is Well, this? I think we decided, we decided that... Well, I hope, because otherwise they're going to be very surprised that they're choosing. <laughs> but... I think Brad, because yeah. your yours was hijacked by Ed. Thanks, Ed. Jeez, yeah. we appreciate um, it. Well, gonna, I definitely appreciated it. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to give you another crack, mate. We've postponed the stress of choosing. Yeah. All right. What was that movie that you wanted me to choose? I can't remember. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to listen to the podcast, and then next time I get to choose, My Little Pony. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, Care Bears movie. Care Bears. Um, it's a great movie. Uh, there's a few on my list, but. My theory is that we're probably just going to get there anyway. So I went straight to the top of the list and I'm going for one of my all-time favourite films. And It's got to be old. It's got to be old. 1986? It's not 1986. <laughs> it's not 1986. So this would have to be 
my favourite Australian film ever. Oh, it's an Aussie, Aussie um, film. Uh, yes. Have we done an Aussie film yet? I don't think so. Oh, you're bloody better. Oh, you're bloody. Yeah. Bloody hell, yeah, mate. Straight yeah. <laughs> yeah, on with it. Straight. Yeah. Um, so, one so, to... So, uh, it's, so, it's got Bill Hunter in it? Uh, no. Oh. No, it doesn't. No. It does have Brian Brown. Oh, right. Um, yeah. So, I'm going for 1999's... Two hands. Oh yes, oh, nice. Oh, yeah. I love this film. Awesome. Oh. I, and I also went for this one first out of my list because I have a feeling that the four of us uh, have seen this film <laughs> quite a few times, and I think yeah. we all enjoy it. Let's yeah. hope. But it's to not- actually maybe sit there and nitpick it, we may be able to, or just to, quote, or just, <laughs> just <laughs> literally sit there and quote. Yeah, Shows sure, good, mate. Shows good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I think this will be a good one because I think there's a lot in here for us. All right. Nah, not used to. I look forward to it. Oh, very good. All right, well, that wraps up another episode. Um, tune in next episode for Two Hands. Um, be excellent to each other and party on dudes.